0: Uh it's the Idiot Brewery Podcast here. You you we got this is the place for all your magic gathering modern brewing content. Uh this is Ashes of an Empire here with Knight of Saint Traft and next door Lolly.
1: Say hello. Hey everyone, it's not a St. and Welcome what? back to the Idiot Burry podcast. Man, am I oh just super excited for this. I, we've been gone for an entire week. We missed an entire episode. We missed like two series episodes. I'm super pumped to actually finally be back. I've got yeah. Ashes of an Empire and extra Lolly hanging out with me today. And we are going to bring Hello. you some sweet, sweet decks, hopefully, that um, don't have the worst card in magic in it right now. So uh, Does anyone Oko? want to talk about how terrible Oko is right now? Okay. Um,
2: I, actually, I actually think Oko's just fine if you just have an answer on turn two. Just honestly, be a nerd.
0: Honestly, Oko I th- I feel like they kind of underpowered Oko. Hit he, he should have a plus three ability that says you win the game.
2: I, I can't really disagree with uh Ashes and Empire here. I personally think they should have just copy pasted my uh my idea for a zero mana fairy onto Oko, which was a zero mana who's plus, whose minus two is take an extra turn after this one. His plus two is draw a card, take an extra turn after this one, starts with three loyalty, and the minus three is you win the game.
1: Yeah, that seems fair.
2: It does. That's what I was thinking.
1: So in honor of our Discord being just full of dumb 3-3 elk jokes, we've decided to present a bunch of decks that um, can help combat Oko if you really are getting, getting down... You know, feeling bad about standard that your your favorite Field of the Dead card was banned and now you can't really deal with Oko because he's too good or whatever. So we're just gonna present decks that are good against Oko. Uh which I guess is, <laughs> is good and, My... and good and powerful. So I didn't know that's actually what we were doing. Oh. Alright. Well I guess Jack that. can go first then.
2: Yeah. Alright. So you remember when we hated Tron and I built TLC's No Tron, a deck that Hopefully, doesn't lose to Tron.
0: Oh, I love that deck. Hopefully, it doesn't.
2: I mean, I know It probably
0: still does, but...
2: <laughs> In the spirit of that deck, I have built TLC's No Oko, a deck to ensure that your opponent probably won't resolve an Oko.
0: Oko so... no longer Broko.
2: Exactly. So, I'm gonna just go down the suite of different types of cards, because that you'll notice the pattern as I go down. So, we're gonna start with our Creatures... We've got Birds of Paradise, Great Mana Ramp, Murderous Rider. Murderous Rider, those are the only two, Murderous Rider and Birds of Paradise. Murderous Rider has Swift End, which is a hero's downfall effect, but you lose two life. And then you can cast it from its adventure zone for a two-three for three with lifelink, and when it dies, put it on the bottom of its owner's library. Pretty self-explanatory there. We have two planeswalkers, Karn the Great Creator and Vraska Golgari Queen. Uh, for those who don't know, Karn the Great Creator is a one-sided Stony Silence for his static. He's got five starting loyalty. His plus one makes up to one target non-creature artifact become an artifact or creature with become an artifact creature with power and toughness equal to its CMC uh, until your next turn. And his minus two is you may choose an artifact card you own from outside the game or exile, reveal that card, and put it to your hand. Vrasco Golgari Queen is a two black green. Uh, Vraska Planeswalker starts with 4 loyalty, plus 2 you may sacrifice another permanent, if you do you gain 1 life and draw a card, minus 3 destroy target non-land permanent with CMC 3 or less, and minus 9 is you get an Neblin with whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, that player loses the game. Uh, abrupt Decay Effect uh, coincidentally hits Oko. Uh, we're going to move down to our sorceries so there's only we only have two sorceries in this deck Inquisition of Kozlek and Thoughtseize and I think we've explained these cards enough that I don't need to go over what they do they're very good at taking cards out of your opponent's hand on turn one so they don't hit the field in the first place Then for our instance, we have Abrupt Decay, Assassin's Trophy, and Hero's Downfall. Hero's Downfall, instant, one black, black, destroy creature, Planeswalker. Assassin's Trophy, destroy permanent, and then they search for basic land, black and red, instant. And Abrupt Decay, black and red, can't be countered, destroy a non-land permanent with CMC 3 or less. Uh, You know what, CMC 3 or less? Um, Grey Ogre, so don't cast it on me.
0: TLC's no Grey Ogre. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) Uh, And... Last but not least, in our artifact slot, we only have... Uh, we have two different artifacts, but we run eight artifacts. Um, they are Pithing Needle and Sorcerer's Spyglass. Uh, so when they when Pithing Needle costs one, Sorcerer's Spyglass costs two, and Pithing Needle ETBs, you can name a card and the act... and. Uh, activated abilities of that card can't be activated unless they're mana abilities. Sorcerer's Spyglass has the same effect, except you can also look in an opponent's hand before you name the card. So if you couldn't figure out the theme of this deck, the theme of this deck is to either get an Oko out of your opponent's hand before it hits the field, or have an effect that makes it worthless, like Pithing Needle, or if all else fails, just blow it up on Curve. You can get rid of it if it's a turn 2 Oko, get rid of it if it's a turn 3 Oko, you can curve, your Curve can react to it, and then you hopefully win... With uh, well, I think the main win is Karn the Great Creator with your sideboard, which is a relatively standard Karn sideboard. Uh, you've got Tormod's Crypt, Walking Ballista, Graft Digger's Cage. You run four Veil vale of Summers because Oko decks uh, shocker tend to be simic, <laughs> so if they bring encounters to try and stop you, well, you've got Veil vale of Summer. Other than that, Liquid Metal Coating, Phyrexian Revoker to bring in if you need a pipping needle effect. On the fly, three dismembers for creature decks and an ensnaring bridge for creature decks. A witchbane orb for things like burn and a Mycosynth lattice if you really get to that much mana.
1: I'm just, I'm not mad, but I am like slightly disappointed. I'm not. Don't worry, you've you've gained <coughs> my approval. You know and what? I don't my respect. Here's something. Here's something I can add to this deck that I think would be really good. Add some ancient stirring so that you can search up your to to like help draw your pithing needles, sorcerer spyglasses, or carns. No. Oh,
2: dude, and then if I want to cast Microsynthlitis faster, I could always run the Tron lands. But some other good colorless <laughs> things, uh, you know, oh, fu- the Eldrazi, the Eldrazi, I could run them. Then I need to run Temple. Oh, no, we built Eldrazi Tron. Uh,
1: well, oops. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I, I actually yeah. do kind of like this. I think, and and memes aside, as far as, like, this definitely beats Oko, uh, I actually think this might be really strong, just, like, the fact that you can shut off a lot there are a lot of activated abilities that just like incidentally exist in modern. Like you have a really good devoted druid matchup. Uh turns Until out Until they kill you with creatures. I mean, yeah, that's don't, true, don't I guess. Let them. Yeah, you can just go in and steering bridge. You have a really good matchup against Warza, because you can like shut off all their combo pieces and stuff. Like you you actually have tools to fight. Like Pithing Needle is a really strong card, so like having more and more of them in your deck. While technically it's bad, like it also does kind of give you some versatility in fighting a lot of the sort of linear decks of the format. Like you are super hardcore just going to die to Jund because they're like going to play better cards than you. You're going to die and you have like no way to deal with it. But I mean, if uh, the rest of the format's just like these stupid linear decks that are relying on these things, you actually have a chance against them.
2: Yeah. Uh, Oko loses.
1: It does. <laughs> <laughs> Oko.
0: Uh... Oko himself has he's, a broke in heart.
1: He's broke.
2: <laughs> okay, who wants to go next? <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll go next. Um All right. I'm about to I'm, so you, do you guys like Oko? Just in general? No. Just, okay. Yeah, Honestly, it's... Oko should be better.
2: Actually you I okay? love Oko because I traded my Oko for three thoughts.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, that's a right. pretty good trade off, actually. And now they're, they're still like
1: 25 30 bucks Jeez. It's st- weird. Yeah, I'm going to be
2: rocking them in Pioneer, obviously.
1: They're like $32. So I'm about to say something that you're never going to hear me say again, at least probably. I actually am going to be presenting today uh, a standard deck, which uh, oh, it's kind of crazy. Right so this deck is uh, actually sort of a, a deck that I kind of found online, and then I just started working with it a bunch, and... Um, as it turns out, it it like kind of beats up on Ogo decks really well. It also beat it, beat up on field decks really well too. So it was a lot of fun to play. Um, it just has this like slight problem uh, in the fact that it's a it's a five color deck. So I'm presenting a standard five color Niv Mizzet Reborn. Um, for those of you who know the modern mm-hmm. deck, obviously they get to play things sweet things like Renin Six, Spring Delight, etc. This doesn't actually get to do that. Uh, but it gets to play a lot of other really cool stuff. Um, So I'm just gonna kinda split it up into a couple categories here, and then we'll obviously talk about what these things do. Start yourself off, you got your creature suite. The most important one, you have four of Gilded Goose. You have a Hydroid Krasis, four Niv-Mizzet Reborn, and then a Tulsimir Friend to Wolves. Gilded Goose is very important in this deck because unlike modern, we don't have access to Birds of Paradise. But we get to play the Goose, and he does similar things. He also kind of makes food tokens later in the game when you have a bunch of mana to just kind of spend. And that can be really helpful for help stymieing, like, aggressive decks and stuff, especially since red-black aggro is, like, a thing now. Uh, Hydroid kraxus is, um, I mean, what's not to love about this card? This card's stupid. Uh, it just sort of draws a bunch of cards, gains a bunch of life, and is a huge creature to boot. Like, what's not to love about Sphinx's Revelation at sorcery speed, that comes with a giant body. Well, are you telling me that a creature that
0: has X in its cost that it also has an absurd cast trigger is good?
1: Yeah, the problem that it's a it's a cast trigger. <laughs> Why is yeah. it a cast trigger? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's that at all. stupid. It's part. so good. <laughs> um, and then obviously the the deck is kind of built around Niv Mizzet reborn and for those of you who are unaware he's a six six flying boy he's a really good boy one of each color when he etbs uh you reveal the top 10 cards of your library and for each guild so for every two color combinations that exist in magic you can get a card of that color combination um i've only ever been able to free roll 10 cards off of this guy once uh and it was completely by accident where I was testing it in the very early stages and forgot to put the rest of my land base in. And for some reason drew well enough to where I was able to cast Niv on curve. Um, but I, I only had like 14 lands of the deck. So if you really want to build Niv visit and draw 10 cards, that's the way to do it, I guess. Um, of course. And then Tulsa, your friend of wolves is just another good way of fighting uh, aggressive strategies. He gains you life, makes a three, three, when he comes in the three, three fights things, so it kind of helps get rid of smaller creatures on the board, plus just like five mana for six, six total power over two bodies that also gains three life and sometimes is a removal spell. Like it's got a lot going on for it and it's really strong. You have no other wolves to kind of like capitalize on Tulsimir's actual ability, but that doesn't really matter. Next up, we have sort of the, the instance to just kind of like your more controlling type stuff. You have two Assassin's Trophies, one D Spark, four Growth Spiral, one Mortify and one Tyrant Scorn. Uh, Obviously, all these cards are multicolored, so they kind of fall into each of the different guilds. So um, as of right now, the the build that I have currently, the one that I'm going to put up on the tap down and everything doesn't actually have all 10 guilds represented in the main board, in the sideboard you do. But in the main, you can only like like free roll like eight cards off the top with Niv, which is unfortunate. But I mean, here we are, I guess. Uh, Assassin's Trophy, just all around removal. Uh, D-Spark, I think, is a card that people should play more of. This card's stupid. White and a black instant exile target permanent with CMC 4 or greater. The only problem is that it doesn't hit Oko. That kind of sucks. But, hey, what can you do? Not everything can answer it. Growth Spiral is just a good ramp card. Draws you a card. Lets you ex- basically, it's an explored instant speed. Uh, Mortify deals with creatures, problematic enchantments. This is this honestly was a lot better when the Esper like, Doom Foretold deck was going around. But... As of right now, it just kind of is a good, clean answer to anything, and that's kind of what I wanted out of it. And then the Tyrant Scorn is another good card that I think should be played a little bit more. It's a blue and a black for an instant. Destroy a creature with CMC three or less or return a creature to its owner's hand. It can kind of help fight against like really big creatures. It also can save your Niv-Mizzet from like an opponent's wrath effect. And then replaying a Niv-Mizzet is just like really strong, so it can let you do that. Uh, but you also can just destroy smaller creatures from an opponent's aggressive start so it has some versatility in it next up is your sorceries um very easy you have one casualties of war two definite clarion uh one into the god eternals two thought erasure and one time wipe uh, casualties of war and into the god eternals are just like these big kind of over-the-top spells um, they either blow up a lot of stuff or they make bodies or both. Basically, Deafening clarion is kind of your best, um, early game, uh, board wipe. It kind of gets rid of a lot of smaller creatures, but it can also just give your nim is it lifelink, which is really nuts. Like being able to just be like, well, uh, wipe all your small things away. Give my six, six lifelink gain six life after Vive have attacked, like, it can be really powerful and then thought erasure is just good hand attack time wipe is a good clean answer to a lot of things you know bounce your niv back to your hand blow up the rest of the board look i've still got a niv biz that i can play and get more value out of as for everything else just kind of the tying stuff together you have two tamio collector of tales two to time ravelers uh one vraska Golgari queen two oath of kaya and four chromatic lantern Lantern just being one of the best ways to fix your colors. Oath of Kaia being a good way to protect your Planeswalkers, but also can deal with creatures. It's just a good removal spell. Basically a Lightning Helix for three mana. Unfortunately, we don't have a Lightning Helix in standard right now, so that's about the closest we get. And then to Fairy Time Raveler, I think we all know how good that card is. It makes magic into a game of Hearthstone. And of course, sure? some people don't like that, but hey, who cares? Uh, Vraska Golgari Queen is just a good value engine. And then Tamiyo Collector of Tales is actually been one of the most overperforming cards in the deck. I think this card is stupidly powerful. Two green-blue for a, obviously a Tamiyo Planeswalker. Five starting loyalty. Spells and abilities your opponents control can't cause you to discard cards or sacrifice permanence. So it gets around Edict effects. Thought Erasure becomes just terrible. Uh, I guess to get to Surveil one, that's kind of nice. But it kind of protects you on that front. But it also has a plus one to basically you choose an on-land card, uh, like a name, and then you mill four cards. And if one of those cards is the named card, you get it to your hand. Uh, If you get multiples of that card, you get all of them to your hand. And then minus three, return any card from your graveyard to your hand. This is really powerful too. Late game, just buying back things like deafening Clarions or Time Wipes or whatever it may be can be really powerful. As far as the land base goes, uh, I'm not going to go specifically into it because this land... This mana base is a mess because it's five colors, and we don't really have really? fetch lands. Um yeah. As far as, like, uh, you you play most of the green shocks. In fact, I think you play at least one of each green shock. Uh, you have a couple of smaller, like, blue ones because those are your two biggest color, like, combinations of the deck, uh, as well as four Fabled Passage to kind of tie everything together. And you have a decent number of basics. You have one of each at least. Uh, as far as the sideboard goes, it's honestly a little bit of a mess right now. I'm still kind of figuring it out because after the Field of the Dead banning, the meta has just kind of shifted a bunch, so it's hard to kind of nail down exactly what I want in the sideboard. But yeah, that's uh, that's Five Color Niv. It does really well against Oko because, well, it just kind of outvalues a lot of the Oko decks. It can't ramp as hard as them. So, like, if they do the Turn 1 Goose into Turn 2 Oko into turn four like nissa and then i'm just like well i guess i'm dead like it's really hard to beat that start with a lot of decks but once this deck kind of gets to five mana it can just start overpowering a lot of the mid-range strategies of the format and it's been a lot of fun to actually pilot and play i I really enjoy it all right so
0: today we got a combo deck Anyway, let's move on to the Fresh Brews portion. No, 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 no. uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so. Throne of Eldraine set was really weirdly set up. So that way the Brawl decks were technically standard and are also subsequently modern legal as well. Well, Because they kind of have to be. Um, So that means like a bunch of really weird cards are legal in standard. Like Command Tower. (laughs) It literally does nothing. And, like, Arcane Signet. It, they do nothing. But, yeah, so, the Brawl decks being legal in Modern and Standard sort of wrought along, like, this thought process of, like, oh, we can use these cards in decks. And I actually built a deck around one of the commanders of the Brawl decks, Chulain Teller of Tales. So this is obviously a combo deck built around him. Uh, Chulain Teller of Tales is... A human druid, legendary creature, for two green, white, blue. Uh, he's a two-four with vigilance that says whenever you cast a creature spell, draw a card. Then you may put a land from your hand onto the battlefield. He also has three tap, return target creature you control to its owner's hand. So how can you abuse this? Well, there are a couple ways. Um, the main or the the combo here is with Chulane, Midnight Guard. A zero mana creature such as Ornithopter or Memnite, and Retraction Helix. So, Midnight Guard, uh, for all of you who don't play Popper, uh, is a 2 3 uh, human soldier for 2 and a white that says whenever another creature enters the battlefield, untap Midnight Guard. Uh, Ornithopter is just a zero mana 0 2 with flying, and the Memnite is a zero mana 1 1. And then Retraction Helix. Uh, is an instant for a blue that says until end of turn target creature gains tap return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand <laughs> so the combo here is you retraction helix targeting midnight guard um and then you play the zero mana creature uh, midnight guard triggers you tap midnight guard Uh, To return the zero mana creature back to your hand. And then you play the zero mana creature again. Midnight Guard triggers. And you get a two lane trigger. uh, To draw a card and put a land card from your hand on the battlefield. So it's basically Infinite Storm. Or as much as you need. Uh, And it basically just goes until you find a Grape Shot. Uh, It seemed like the best way to end it out. Just because... You don't really need to worry about mana floating or anything because you're putting lands from your hand on the battlefield. Yeah, and then the rest of the deck is basically just support for it. We have four birds of paradise, three noble hierarchs for ramp, one eternal witness, one night of autumn for uh, dealing with troublesome permanents and getting back combo pieces if we need them. And then for digging, we have two serum missions, four court of calling, and four bring to light. Uh, My favorite part of the deck is probably Bring the Light. We're literally playing five colors exclusively for it just because so that way it can search up two lane and it can also search up every other combo piece that you need. And then as well for ramp, we also have three Springleaf Drums. It's just pretty good with zero mana creatures uh, if you need to play them early and it just ramps you into the game. Besides that, we have 21 fetch and shock lands uh, as well as two forests and an island for basics. And the sideboard is pretty spicy, Um, or it's not that spicy, it's just kind of a sideboard. Uh, We have one Path to Exile, three thoughtsees, one Kasali Pride Mage. Um, Kasali Pride Mage to deal with Troublesome Permanents. Thoughtsees to get combo pieces out of your opponent's hands if they're going faster, or to get hate pieces out of their hand. Path to Exile, deal with Troublesome Creatures. Uh, Next up, we have one Thalia, Guardian of Thraben, one Tidal, Skuller, and two Force of Negations. Thalia for decks that want to go faster or control or mid-range just to make all their spells cost one more to possibly slow them down so you could win. Uh, Tidal of Skuller. It's sort of like another Thoughtseize, but it can be brought in with Court of Calling. Force of Negation, again for uh, hate pieces or against uh, other combo decks that are faster than you. And then we have two Knight of Autumns and four Leyline of Sanctities. Knight of Autumn, blowing up Troublesome Permanence and gaining life. Uh, Leyline of Sanctity... Mostly against Thoughtseize decks, but you can also bring it in against like Burn and such. Uh, and that's the deck. I'm really high on uh, Bring to Light right now. It just finds so much. It just
1: it, it's it's a good card. I, I've I've been high on Bring to Light since Battle for Zendikar. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that card so much. It's so cool. I've played just about every deck that could possibly play it, and honestly, I, I kind of want to build this garbage just because I want to play more Bring to light. <laughs> <coughs> I love the fact that I mean, it's not really that, that two... expensive if you have the mana base. No, yeah, it's it's really really easy to put together. It, it's, you it's probably really... honestly
0: have the entire deck.
1: I probably do, gotta be honest. I don't have the shoe lanes.
0: Oh, you're right, but... Yeah. Oh, actually, they're like $10 a piece.
1: Jesus. Oh, jeez, never mind. but I'm really happy that two of us presented five color garbage decks hold on
0: my deck is only running red for grape shot
1: (laughs) yeah that still counts yeah Hey everyone, welcome to the middle section here. Just a quick couple things to get through and then we can let you guys get back to Fresh Brews. We just want to remind everyone to like, comment, share, subscribe on our YouTube channel, all that basic stuff. You guys know how the disc goes. Uh, we'd really appreciate it and we really appreciate you guys watching all of our videos and you know, commenting on them and liking them and doing all that stuff. we uh, If you do not listen to us over on uh, YouTube, I highly recommend you go do so because we put out a lot more content out there now Uh, So there's a lot more videos coming at you every week, and those only go out on YouTube. They're not on our secondary platforms. Uh, If you want to listen to our podcast on secondary platforms, however, you can listen to us over on CastBox or Spotify and find us there. If you want to, you can follow our Twitter account. Uh, We recommend that just because uh, Jack really likes to make some really dumb posts, but also we put a lot of our new episode uh, uploads, or I'll, I'll go up there and all that type of stuff, and you can always talk to us. Uh, we will respond to that just as frequently, I think, as comments to videos. Uh, and then last but not least, we also have a bit of a merch store. We have a couple of shirts over on teespring.com. Uh, I actually bought one of these myself, not too recently, and I I actually really like it. It's pretty cool. Uh, it got to me pretty quickly. It only took like three or four days to actually ship out, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, it wasn't very expensive and they're very comfy and we're not sponsored by Teespring. I just think that people should buy them because they look cool and they have, you know, some of our dumb quotes or whatever on them. So you guys have anything you want to talk about?
0: I'm good. Uh, no, I don't think so.
1: Sweet. All right. So I guess we're just going to move on to Fresh fruits then. We'll see you guys in a bit.
2: all right we are back with some fresh brews this week we're gonna be doing some dumb stuff with oko so i i'll start uh hey guys build me a deck around oko the trickster
1: this is the all bad right. one so right? i called that
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> so oko the trickster is the dual deck oko four green blue for legendary planeswalker oko um, it comes in with four loyalty. Oh he comes God. in with the same loyalty. <laughs> He's three more men. Anyway, uh, plus one, put two plus one plus encounters about to what up to one target creature you control. You don't have zero. to. You don't have to. It's up to uh, zero until end of turn. Oko, the trickster becomes a copy of target creature. You control prevent all damage. It will be dealt to him this turn. And then minus seven until end of turn. Each creature you control has base power and toughness 1010 10, and gains trample. That's not bad. I mean the ultimate's kind of hot, but like there's <laughs> the other two abilities. <laughs> You're not doing it, not turn good. seven. <laughs> um let's No, see. the zero the zero could be cool. Okay, but the problem is what are you copying that isn't a legendary so it would die to him becoming a copy of it anyway. Or B you couldn't just play a second copy of instead of playing Oko. Uh elk What <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he become elk. All right, so I've got yeah. it. Okay. So, uh you play sort of a similar deck to what you presented today. Um you play like blue green, maybe even soul tie uh like control with like Karn and Mycosynth lattice, right? So you play Karn, and you play Microsan's Lattice, and then you play the Good Oko, and you turn this one into a 3-3, and you start attacking with it. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me, man. This card's really bad. Aiden, do you have a card for us to build around? Uh, I do, in
0: fact. Build me a deck around a green elk creature with base power and toughness
2: 3-3. Uh, green Stompy.
1: Yeah, that seems like pretty hot and green-stompy, not gonna lie. Okay. That is all. You may... <laughs> you may please move clap. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, guys. Build me a deck around Great Stable sa- Stag. Great Stable? No, sa- Great Sable Stag. Sorry, I'm sick. I am, too. Okay, I so... We're all um,
2: sick.
0: We're all great dying. sable stag, one green, green. It's a, it's an elk. It's a three three elk that has protection from Oko.
2: <laughs> protection from blue?
0: Protection from blue and from <laughs> black, and can't it's be countered. It's a three three elk that that can't be countered that has protection from Oko.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I like so, this card a lot. I used to play with this card like a long time ago. That's so, funny. I like I think that.
2: You, I think you run it. Um, in the sideboard against Oko.
0: yeah, it seems pretty good. Well, like beat, all right, him, beat so... him to
2: death with his own thing.
0: Well, like yeah, you, you're you're. It's sort of just like rubbing salt in the wounds. It's like, uh, wobbling mm-hmm. your fox player, your fox opponent to 999 percent before killing them.
2: Exactly. I I, <laughs> okay, I now sort we're, of now know
0: we're making yeah now we're making references that no one gets. It's sort of like. You're playing Burn against Tron, and you go turn one Inspiring Vantage Goblin Guide, and you just l- see the look on their
1: face. It's like letting Tron go get- like, it's like on Tron's up, or draw step, they draw the, f- the third Tron piece, like, that they need, and then you surgically extract it <laughs> from their graveyard.
0: It's like, okay, so you're playing Storm, and- and your opponent goes turn three Karn, and you go, okay, storm off, quicken Grapeshot in response. Woof. Yeah, that's what it feels like.
1: Yeah, that seems pretty hot. Well, I, I think we've thoroughly gone off the rails here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think that there's any continuation or you can know, we, anything needed. Can we call this video Elk? Yeah, just with the elk brackets. with brackets. <laughs> Done. Yeah, that's easy enough. <laughs> uh I I think there's nothing we really need to talk about. <laughs> I think we kind of went over everything. I think we got it. Uh Oko is a good card uh and we don't like it. So <laughs> Oko was broke. It should go away. Um I don't actually think it should be banned or anything, but it's it's kind of a good card, so Hold on, in what format? None. Not be banned None. in any. Just play decks to beat it but anyway well, uh, that's, that's an easy thing to say for someone who loses to oko <laughs> i don't lose to oko we've been the Indie brewery network we just wanted to say thank you guys for watching and uh just a quick reminder to don't push a bird off a cliff and don't smack your grandmother and we'll and don't uh, see you guys plus next one time. oko please don't plus an oko yeah uh we'll see you guys next time have a good one everybody Professionals, don't worry about it.